Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special, incredible, amazing, scrum diddly umptious episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Episode number 160. My name is Matt. I am your host. My co-host, as always, who is, again, sitting there stark naked while recording this podcast. Thank God we don't do a video pod. Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be a good podcast. So speaking of good podcasts, Mike, what are we doing? Uh, We're going to talk about a movie, uh, Avengement, but we also have a little something special for you. Would you uh, like to announce it, Matt, or do you want me to announce it? I don't know. Go for it. All right. So we're going to have our Poindexter Awards. The second annual, because we just had our birthday on Valentine's Day. We did. We did. And how how old are we, Mike? Uh, What are we, two and a half? Well, two. Because it's the... It's past the 14th now, so that's not quite half yet. We're two and a few days, two in a week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. I was just messing here, with you, Matt. Here, I do, know, too. Do the math. Do the math. How many weeks is that, Mike? Because uh, you're gonna have to. Yeah, you're going to have to do that because you know everybody's going to be like, oh, oh, Mike, how old is your little Maximus? And you're not going to be able to say a year. You're going to have to go by like months or weeks. Oh or yeah, a dude, combination th- of months and weeks. I think I'm gonna try and do uh, weeks for like the first five years. Oh, so, perfect. <laughs> so I'm gonna be like 212 weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it, Mike. I like it. So let's see. That means I am uh, 1,976 weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm going with that from now on. I'm going with that. I love it. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone should be like, how old are you? And just tell them in weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I love it. Okay, Mike. So we're going to talk about a movie that uh, you've thrust upon me. <laughs> okay. It's not a Netflix original, but it's on Netflix and it's a, a British film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the name of Avengement, because Avengers was already taken. I, I, sure. But I think it's kind of like a revenge movie, and it's like he's going to avenge. So why not Revengement? I don't know, man. Oh, all right. I the British, the- the, you know, the British tell, you know, uh, you know, what's an elevator and a lift, a bonnet and a trunk. A boot, there's a, yeah, yeah, they, or a boot, yeah. They, there's all these things, man. I don't know, man. They just call things different things. The bonnet is the hood. Yeah, sorry. Boot is the trunk, I believe, right? Yeah. And then, well, th- that's one thing. I've talked about it on pods in the past about how I have to turn on the subtitles even when I watch like British movies, just because the slang. I'm like, did he just say okay? So, anyways, all right. So, Mike, go ahead. Give us the rundown for. Avengement, the Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So it was directed by Jesse Johnson, uh, right? Written by uh, Jesse Johnson and Stu Small. Uh, cast is Scott Atkins, Craig Fairbrass, Thomas Torgus, Nick Moron. And uh, so I wrote the summary of the story, Matt, so maybe you'll like it. Did you um, call him Nick Moron, not Nick Moran? Moran. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lo- I love your name, names. They're the best, Mike. All right, all right. Let's hear this awesome description that you wrote. Is it going to be good and bloody hope, like the I film? I hope so. I hope so. Uh, so, uh, minor crime ends up turning an amateur boxer into an extremely hardened murderer. After years in prison... Revenge is the top of the mind for our main character. That was good. That was good. It didn't spoil anything. You uh, hit all the high notes. He spent uh, uh, way too long in prison with people constantly trying to rape, kill, and stab him. Yeah, but I I, I didn't get into that. But yes. All right. So, uh, Lord Structure of the Structure of House Structure Earthian. What are we structuring for this one? Uh, so the structure is thrown out for this one, Matt. We've, we've got the Poindexter Awards we've got to get to, so we're not going to spend too much time on a lot of things on this, Matt. So I think I'm just going to ask you, did you like this movie? It was all right. It was pretty graphic, pretty bloody. Like I said, the British slang. I liked uh, I liked some of it, like how it was uh, kind of jumping around, trying to tell the story of these different aspects in different ways. Um. It was a little predictable, but uh, when you break it down, it was a story of a guy telling a story in a bar. Yeah, it was. Which I thought was pretty unique. It was an interesting way to tell the story. And then, of course, the big ending crescendo of the film is that everyone in the bar gets... Oh, hold on. Avengement. They, they all get avengement to death. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It, you know, um, I, I, I pick this one. Uh, you know, I love the revenge movies, Matt. And I just thought when I watched this movie, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I'd never heard of it. And I was just like, wow, this wasn't, wasn't I, I actually kind of expected it to be kind of bad. But it wasn't really that bad. It was, it was pretty good acting, uh, decent story. Maybe some of the way that the story was told could have been jumbled around a little bit to be a little bit more straightforward, but that was fine. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't. I don't have uh, very many problems with the accent for the British people, so that was fine for me. But Like I said, it's not really the accent. It's more the slang. Oh, okay. So just like so, what they call different things and stuff, like yeah. like uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like okay. So like the one dude that was really big that was wailing on him. Okay. Like in the t- interrogation room after the cops. Oh yeah, grabbed mm-hmm. him. Yeah. He kept calling him a uh, tough. And so I was like, being a tough, he's probably saying like tough guy. You know, like he's like a, a kind of um like the muscle of the cops. Like the, oh, the okay. black yeah, like yeah. ops yeah. kind of underground. Like they called him in, but he's not really a cop, and they're just trying to get information out of him by beating him out, beating the shit out of him like illegally. So that's again, that's where the slang came in for me. Where I'm like, oh, okay. Now being able to read that instead of just hear that help helps me a little bit. Anyways, okay, all right. 
all right that's cool man um yeah and uh we we watched this movie on netflix i i, I don't know we said that right yeah it was I, I i think so it's a netflix film but it's not an original i don't think but yeah, the only a, way mean, you can watch netflix, it here yeah. yeah is on netflix right yeah in the u.s so uh mike uh when are you gonna get therapy uh what why do i need therapy who did you so wrong, Mike, that you have to watch revenge films like all the time? I I just like a good revenge movie. I don't Mike, know. If it's me, just say it. No, it's 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 not. It's you. not me. Okay. All right. All right. Good. We're all right then. Is that like one of your categories? Like on your Netflix, it's like hardcore, bloody, graphic revenge films for Mike only. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, the AI hasn't quite got me figured out, but it's getting there. It's getting there. Because this has never popped up in any of my stuff, so that's why I'm just asking. Yeah, I believe it did pop up, up pop up in one of my things. So uh, I guess I've watched a lot of revenge movies. <laughs> well, there was there was even that one that you wanted to watch uh, uh, review a while back. This was a real while back. And it was on Amazon, and you kept saying, oh, well, I got to watch it. I'm like, dude, it's not on Amazon. It wants me to pay for it. I still don't know how I watched that one, dude. I, I have no idea. I still don't know how I watched that one, because I didn't pay for it. It was like, I think it's just called Revenge. Yeah. And it was like a French movie. Oh, yeah. man. It was it's so about like intense. a chick, right? Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. I watched the trailer for it. It looks really interesting, but anywho. It is intense movie, man. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just called Revenge, and it came out in 2017. It says you can watch it on Shudder now. Great, another service I don't want to pay for. Yeah. Lovely. Well, you know what? I started watching that Cobra Kai on uh, YouTube Premium. Do you have YouTube Premium, or are you no, just doing a trial? No, that's the thing. I watched two episodes of it, because they give you the first two for free. They were giving the entire first season away a few months ago, so it's like, oh, I should watch it while they, it's still free. It's no longer free, and it's really good. The first two episodes were really good. I'm almost to the point where I want to cancel something so I can do YouTube Premium just to watch that show, but or I could just do the trial and just do nothing but power through that show for like 48 hours, because there's three seasons now, so that's a lot of watching. But I could do it. I could do it. I don't need sleep. I don't sleep now. Yeah. Yeah. So YouTube Premium, is that like the what used to be called YouTube Reb? Stuff's right. gotten a little yeah. confusing, man. Yeah, with, they changed with, the you, name. Yeah. Uh, Google. Classic Google. They uh, they keep you confused like with their messaging services and their 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 tiered off services. Like it's like YouTube TV seems to be fairly straightforward, but YouTube Red and then their YouTube Music got intertwined. And some people, I think, subscribed to YouTube Red, but then got YouTube Music, and it's it's weird. I think they're both one service now. That's why. Like, the music and um, pre- Red. Red was the music? Or was that the show? See, I'm fucking confused. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And, and, it doesn't and that- matter. The music and the ad-free with their original shows are now, I think, one subscription, and the TV is separate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Does that anyway. make sense? It's yeah, only, yeah. It's like 10 or 11 bucks a month, but still, it's it's another goddamn streaming service I don't want to pay for. I pay for enough streaming services. I mean, how many do I need? You need a lot, God. man. 
Uh, you need about $140 worth. It's so much worse than cable now. It's so bad. So bad. All right. Speaking of uh, things that are not bad at all whatsoever, Mike, how does Avengement relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh man, thanks for asking. Uh so uh for for this movie, it wasn't too hard to match up. Uh the main character in this movie, uh s- played by Scott Atkins. Uh his character name was Kane Bird Burgess. Burgess. And he's also Lucian or Strong Zealot in Doctor Strange. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right, Mike, so should we just jump into it? I, I don't know how much we really need to spoil about this film. I mean, should people watch it on Netflix? I say, sure, why not? If you're into revenge movies, you're into really good action, sure, it's worth a watch. Yeah, uh, I would recommend this movie. I thought some of the um, the brutal fight scenes were really well done and a little bit different like because it was more about just really hurting people. Like... <laughs> uh like survival type fighting and it was uh, to me that was a little different like he was just trying to hurt people as bad as he could every time which well, was especially in the prison man yeah especially well no no prison. no i mean but but that was a different like we're used to seeing fight movies where people are just fighting and it's i don't know well they still they still had that problem though where like they had the guy standing in the background waiting to jump in and fight yeah, but it yes. wasn't quite as a- bad a couple times other action yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah 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 all right mike how many reels oh man i'm gonna give this one four out of five reels i really like this movie it was fun i i have a an affection for uh you know revenge movies and this one this one was was good this was a good one well mike i give it three out of five reels it was okay. Wow. All it right. was all right. all right. It's not bad. It's not the world's best. I still think probably like one of my favorite revenge movies is Payback with Mel Gibson. That movie was just amazing. Payback's great. Um, oh, I always forget the name of it. Uh, the the one that has... Um, this is bad pod, Mike. <laughs> dang it hold on man well is talk bad about pod. it what was the movie had jamie fox in it and uh uh-huh oh uh gerard Tom butler Cruise? oh gerard Br- butler do you know what i'm talking about no dang it it's not ringing a bell at all oh it's so good man it's so good I thought you were going to talk about that one with uh, Tom Cruise where Jamie Foxx is the taxi cab driver, but that's not really a revenge movie. That's more of like a hunting down no. witness movie. Yeah, that- that's more of a like an action. That was a Michael Mann movie, and it, it was good. It was intense. I love that, that movie. One, that one's called Collateral. Yeah, um, that movie was really good. No, no, it's, it, it's good. I'm not saying it's not good. Um, Just a second, man. I, I'm looking it up. You need um, to hit your uh, iPad faster. 
I'm 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 hitting it faster. Or your well, iPhone faster. Did you just do Gerard Butler and just scroll down from there? A law abiding citizen. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that. Dude. Dude. Your favorite revenge movie ever? This this might be one of my favorite revenge movies ever. The ultimate revenge movie? It's Brave. it's it's uh Woo, man. This one's really good. Oh, there's another one that I watched. It's an Australian movie. I think it's called Four Horsemen. Hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm going to bad pot it up. Jesus, just, Mike. Just a second. Just a second. Oh, gosh. Oh, but we all boy. know. We all know the best revenge movie ever made, Braveheart. That's a good one. That's a really good one. You don't ever kill William Wallace's, you know, sweetheart. Yes. Because True. he starts a war. Yep. In a skirt. <laughs> yes, in a skirt, man. That's what they're called, right? Sure. You're just trying to Google as fast as possible and agreeing uh, with me for nothing. Yes, I am. I am trying <laughs> to. This is going to be a long pod. It's going to be like four hours long. It might be. It might be. Yeah. All right, dude, I can't find it. I thought it was called Four Horsemen. You know what the best thing is? You, then you don't even have to go to sleep. You just put your clothes on and go back to work. Oh, that is nice. See? Good looking out, man. That's why I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to take care of you, Michael. Thank you. From Thank- thousands and thousands of miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, are we done talking about... Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh shit, oh. I found it. Uh-oh. I think... Oh, no, that wasn't it. See, now, if you had Letterboxd, like I do, and log all the films I watch, I could just pull up Letterboxd and be like, oh, there it is. <sighs> You're right, man. You're right. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Dude, I think you should go back and log all the films you've watched so far. I want to see if you watch more movies in a year than I do. Well, shit. Can I start this year? Because it's not yeah. going to happen for next year. That's what I'm saying. You need to start right now. Go back. Try and remember what movies you've seen since January 1st. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So are we on to the second annual Poindexter Awards? Yes, I think we are. But Matt, before we start, there's an important thing that we need to get out of the way. What are you drinking, sir? Ah. Oh, well, since it is an important day and we are celebrating awards, I thought I would have a little bit of champagne. The champagne of beers. Oh, yeah. The High Life. Miller High Life. The Miller High Life. Awesome. Mike, where's your IPA? All right, Matt. So I happen to be drinking another IPA. This one's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The plot twists. Who would have seen it coming? They might as well call this an M Night Shyamalan movie. Anyway, Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm drinking a a beer called Furious IPA, and is from Surly Brewing Company, and I think they're out of like Ohio or somewhere far. 
Uh, Minneapolis and Brooklyn. Center, Minneapolis. Or Minnesota. 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 So how should we start off? Should we start off with the uh, the bottom and we'll say each of our picks like we did last time? And we just yeah. won't decide an overall winner because I think that's what took forever. Yeah, I d- I don't know, Matt. Yeah, we can we can we can do that. You want to do that? You th- you think that'll be a good uh way well, to go? Cuz last time we did like we fought for each pod and I think that's what took forever. Okay. So I think All if right. we just have our picks, that's it. All right, let's do it. All right, so let's start at the 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 tippy top or the bottom, or whichever. You want to go to the top? The podcast awards. Yeah. All right. The best legacy cast movie that we watched this year. Now, remember, this is from the Poindexter Awards last year to the Poindexter Awards this year. So that is technically from Valentine's Day to Valentine's Day. There were 71 podcasts we did, so we're slacking a little bit because our last Poindexter Awards were episode 88, and we're only mm. on 160. Man. So we slacked a little bit. Not too bad, mm. but we did go back to one. All right, so Mike, let's go ahead and go with your best legacy movie, even though I see it, and you picked one from last year. <laughs> but it's a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> All right, so so uh, Matt forgot to inform me about the parameters, and I forgot myself about the parameters, and so I wanted to put in Bomb City, which we reviewed in January thirty first, twenty nineteen, but that is just one day outside of the parameters. Uh, no, so the parameters are from Poindexter Award oh, to Poindexter Award. Yeah, so February fourteenth. So anyway, for so it's instance, fifteen days. For instance, I have a word for a movie that we watched on our last podcast. Anyway, see, so, so uh, I it's wanted okay. to do B- Bomb City. It's a and, good movie, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that was the one I nominated. So, Matt, what, refresher. What, what's Bomb City? Just real quick. Um, it's a movie about two kind, kind of like. I wouldn't say cla- would you say class system? I don't know. Two different ideologies. Clicks. Like high school clicks. Yeah. High school clicks who end up getting in a massive fight and some uh, somebody ends up dying and and how the stuff is perceived in the court and it's kind of like the court case and uh it's it's pretty crazy to watch uh yeah. It's it's a it's a hard one, but it's a really good movie. Well, and it's interesting because I know it's a little personal for both of us because we weren't quite the same. I don't want to say class, but click as in the film. But I would say we were definitely not the norm because we were metalheads, and the film involves uh, punks, so it's kind of in the same vein, just not quite to our. Would you 
we weren't quite to the same extreme as they were in the film. So it kind of hits home a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. All right, so, Mike, you want to know what my legacy movie was? Because you were going to ask before I made you talk about it. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I want to know. I, I liked Wishman. I thought Wishman was awesome. I think I should have seen it in the theaters, but I didn't. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to wait for you to see it. Yeah, no, Wishman was really good, man. That was a really good movie. I'm glad that we watched that, and it was fascinating to find out that that's kind of how the Make-A-Wish Foundation came about. Like, whoa. Based shot almost entirely in Prescott. No Frank personally. It was, uh, you know, I might be a little biased, but whatever. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So, all right, Mike. Uh, next category, best tributary cast movie. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. You can go first, man. Well, I really, this one came out of nowhere. I didn't know about it whatsoever until we watched it. And that was The Highwaymen. And that was about the police officers that chased down Bonnie and Clyde, starring Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner. And I thought it was phenomenal. And everyone I have told you need to watch this, including my parents, said it is fantastic as well. So yeah, man, that, that one that was great, and I think Netflix they promoted it, but I don't think they promoted it as long as they should have. Like I feel like Netflix promotes stuff right before it comes out, and then a little bit right after, and then it moves on to its next thing because they got so much stuff coming out. Well, and I do believe Highwaymen actually had like a legit television commercial. If I remember, I remember seeing it, I think, a couple times. And wow, Netflix yeah. doesn't do that a whole lot. So that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my best tributary was also another Netflix movie, and it, it was Polar. That was the best, huh? Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I liked it, man. I, I just liked the, I don't know, the lone, you know, uh, assassin, retired guy. Like, I... I liked it. It was, uh, it's not the greatest movie, but I, I enjoyed a lot of the parts of it. So, yeah, Mads yeah. Milkinson, man, he's amazing. Love that yeah. dude. He's a great actor. I love that guy. All right. So, this next one is you're definitely going first because this is your thing. This is your world. This is everything to you, Mike. What was the best Harvest Horror Fest? film that we did in the month of october this year oh man so this was unfortunately this was my first time seeing this movie which is just the just a travesty i almost should pull my film nerd uh card i loved killer clowns from outer space and that to me was like an instant classic even though it already was a classic but I could see why everybody liked it. I, I don't know. I, it was it was fun, man. It was cool. It was funny. It was amazing makeup. And, and I, you know, like, the special effects were fun. It was just, it was a good, it was a good movie, man. Are you going to buy it on Blu-ray? I don't know if it's, is it sold on Blu-ray? I'm oh, I'm sure, sure it's it out there somewhere. You could find it. Because some of the movies that I try and buy on Blu-ray haven't been converted some of the the like the the lesser ones, you know. So sometimes the best way to get it is in like HD is 
buying it on one of the streaming like like an Amazon or an iTunes or or Vudu or one of those, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they don't really have it in the premium format for sale anywhere. All right, Mike. So mine is very similar to yours. It is a film that I should have watched many times over by now, but I did not. It was the first time I've seen it all the way through, and that was 1982's The Thing by John Car- Carpenter. Oh, man, that, that makes me feel good that you liked it so much. Dude, it was great. It was a lot of fun. I had seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but I would have picked it as well. But the thing, I was just floored, man. It was it was so good. So good. All right. So the next one is a little subjective, but uh, uh, we didn't have too many this year. And that was our best podcast guest. And uh, I'm pretty sure, Mike, if you don't say this person's name, you'll be sleeping outside for a while. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'm a little biased on this 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 pick, Matt, but I think she was an excellent choice, and I I look forward to having her again. Wait, hey, 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 you're going too far. I know this is an adult, you know, podcast, Mike, but Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, it's uh, Maniacal Max, and uh, you know, it was for the Jumanji: The Next Level podcast. All right, well, I picked Maniacal Mags as well, and I have like a co, you know, guest because I got to give them a shout out because they no longer exist. And that was my boys at the Blue Milk Podcast, Dirk and Jacob, that came in for episode number 100 where we talked about fanboys. Ugh. Rest in peace, Blue Milk Podcast. They're still my friends. They're not dead, their podcast just dead. But oh, yes. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that sucks. I had an absolute freaking blast bullshitting with Maniacal Mags, too, though. She is a lot of fun, and we need to have her on here a lot more often, Mike. A lot more often. All right. I'll I'll see what I can do. I, I think we can figure out something. All right. So first real big, big uh, award category actor of the year. I'm going with Joaquin Phoenix from Joker. Man, that was that was an award-winning, as we've seen, uh, performance. And you know, Matt, I I have to agree with you. That was an amazing performance. But my pick, I I, I picked Brad Pitt. I I really love Brad Pitt. Also, award-winning w- performance. W- once upon a time in Hollywood, I I thought it was amazing. I I I really liked it a lot. Dude, leaps and bounds above Leonardo DiCaprio on that film. Leaps and bounds. He was phenomenal. I was floored watching the Academy Awards this year that Brad Pitt, that was his first award ever. Well, not award, first Academy Award ever for acting. I could not believe that because he is incredible. That was, ugh. Anyways, and, and if people are wondering, we did do these before the Academy Awards. We've just been waiting to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So the Academy Awards have no influence on anything that we did in here. All right, Mike. So actress of the year. Go for it, sir. All right. So I picked one that is maybe a little bit different, but uh, I really liked uh, Florence Pugh. Uh, she was in Midsummer. I really thought she did an amazing job in that movie because she has to go through so many different emotions and so much stuff in that movie. 
I, I think she did an amazing job, and uh, so that's that's why I picked her. What's interesting is um, she did three films this past year in 2019, or at least that were released: uh, Midsummer, Fighting with My Family, and um, uh, oh, yeah, Little she Women was Fighting. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Little Women. Three extremely different roles. The one she was nominated for, in my opinion, for the Academy Awards, was her uh, most uh, trivial, boring role out of the three. I think she, Midsummer was probably my favorite performance of her of the year, and then Fighting with My Family, and then Little Women. Like, Fighting with My Family, like, she does not come off as Florence Pugh at all. So that's true. I, I kind of forgot she was in that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like this. Yeah. Just the main character. You're right, man. Yeah. She was, she was killing it this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously the movies were filmed whenever they were filmed, but they all came out in, in the same year, but wow. Yeah. All right. Now mine is very much like yours. It is a role that was not nominated. It was a film that was completely not nominated. It was snubbed. I almost said stubbed snubbed completely. <laughs> And I'm giving it some love. I really, it's shocking that both of us picked roles from a horror film, but my favorite actress of the year was Lupita Nyongo from Us. She did two roles, completely different. They were amazing. She did so good. Loved, loved her performance in Us. Nice. Yeah, no, she, she did. Uh, Us was, was great. It was a great movie, and yeah, killed it. All right, so next category was Best Animated Film, and I can't believe it. We didn't watch an animated film this year, Mike. Not one. At least not for the podcast. No, we're terrible people. I don't think I watched any. I didn't see, Toy, I didn't see Toy Story 4 because I haven't seen any of the Toy Stories, so it'd be a waste on me. Um, so you know what I was thinking is we just replace this category with a new category just for this year or maybe in the future. I don't know. But I usually don't watch these films because I just, I just can't do them. I don't have anything against them. I just can't do them. But uh, uh, best musical of the year, Rocket Man. All right. Rocket Man was great. I really loved Rocket Man. I was kind of sad that um, Taron Agerton was not nominated for his role. I think that was purely political BS. He should have at minimum been nominated because uh, what's his face won for his portrayal of Freddie Mercury last year, and he didn't yeah. even he didn't even sing his own songs. Taron Edgerton sung all of Elton John's songs with Elton John still being alive and producing the film. Imagine yeah. that pressure, man. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. All right, Mike. What's the next category? All right. So the next category is best comedy. And uh, you know, Mike uh, or my my uh, pick might surprise you, Matt, a little bit. But uh, I picked Stuber. No. I really liked that movie. No, dude, not surprising at all. It was a lot of fun. I thought that was a great movie. It wasn't incredible, drop down, amazing, but I thought it was a lot of fun. It was enjoyable. I it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, especially from David Bautista. He did great in that film because everybody was all saying, "Oh, well, he's not Drax. He can't do anything other than Drax." This proves just the opposite. He can be a comedic actor in his own right. And yeah. Mike, just give us a quick one on what Stuber is. Uh, so Stuber is about a Uber driver who ends up getting caught up with a little bit of a, uh, well, a police officer. 
and ends up kind of the police officer has uh, some issues where he can't see very clearly and he needs to have somebody drive him around and ends up calling an Uber and it kind of ends up being this kind of goofy comedy with the the Uber driver and uh, David Batista's character who's a police officer doing things together to work on this particular case. So Yeah, it was an action comedy and it was yeah. well done and it was fun. And yeah, the, it was fun. Um uh David Batista, uh, I believe the reason why he was having problems with eyesight is he had just had LASIK done. I believe, right? And you're not really supposed to be driving or doing things important. And he had to crack this case and all this stuff. So anyways, it was fun. All right. So my favorite comedy of the year, the only reason I picked it is because it shocked the living hell out of me, was Shazam. So it shocked you. You you loved it? I loved it. And also, I was trying to spread the love because there's another movie that I wanted to throw in this category. But I was like, no, I got to spread the love a little bit. But it shocked me because it was so good. It yeah, was no, no. shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> Shazam. Yeah, it was really good. It was fantastic. A better than Birds of Prey. I want to put it at the level of Wonder Woman and um not quite at the Christopher Nolan Batmans, but out of the DCEU after Wonder Woman and then this, I was like, "Oh man, they're doing great." And then Birds of Prey came out, and I was like, "Ah, it was good, but not quite at these levels." So, No, no, Shazam was was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I everyone I I've you know my nephews and stuff. I'm like, no, you need to watch it. Like Michael's adamantly against it because he's a Marvel guy like me. I was like, no, dude, you got to watch Shazam, and he liked it. He enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's, uh, you know, they did a really good job with it. Like every once in a while, so I I don't know what's going on there over there in DC world, but. I don't think they have a, a, a Kevin Feige or whatever who oversees things and is like, no, that's dumb. Don't do that. Like, I feel like they don't have like a puppet master. Yeah, they need they need someone like that. They need someone like Kevin Feige. Even if it's someone that's not great at it, at least trying to keep some continuity and style and things. Because, I mean, just take a look. Uh, Wonder Woman, Shazam, Birds of Prey, DCEU. They all look completely different. They all come off completely different. They're all decent in their own right, but they're all different. And then um, we got Wonder, like, Wonder Woman 1984 coming out. Yeah. And that and looks we got, really we, good. Yeah. And we had uh, Aquaman. Yeah. I, I, shit. I completely forgot about Aquaman. That was a really good movie. No, we had Aquaman. It was great. But then we had the... Um, oh, shoot. What was it called where they were all together? Oh, God. Um, Justice League. Justice League. And that was... It was so nah. bad. It was so yeah, bad. Yeah, like, so it's like, they like, they jostle around. Like, sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's bad. Like, but Marvel's pretty much kept it consistent, man. Right. And I think one of the failures of Justice League was the really bad villain. Their choice in villain, they picked someone nobody knew. Unless you were a DC comic book nerd, nobody knew who the hell it was. Everybody knows who Lex Luthor was, you know? Everybody knows who uh, Doomsday was. But the dude they picked? No. All right. Next category, Mike, is one that's near and dear to my heart. Always. Yeah. It's probably, I, I would guess, probably my favorite genre. I like comedies, I like dramas, and I like war movies, but I do love my sci-fi. Best sci-fi film. Mike. Are you serious? 
Yeah, no, man. No, I, 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 I need you to, to go on this one first. Mike, are you serious? Fine. Yeah. I had to do it. I had to do it. Even though it's not my favorite one, I picked Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker and Alita Battle Angel. I freaking loved Alita Battle Angel. I think I liked it more than Star Wars, but I got to get my Star Wars in there. You know? I just got to. All right. Um, so, Matt, I picked a movie that uh, is probably going to infuriate you to no end. Uh, it is Terminator Dark Fate. I really like Terminator Dark Fate. I thought it was great. Dude, you're high. You're high as a giraffe's ass. Terminator Dark Fate was trash. No, I loved it. I loved it. It was it was awesome. No. No. Hey, do you think uh, we're going to get an Alita Battle Angel sequel? There's all kinds of people pushing hard. They even they even got like a sign writer to fly over the Academy Awards to try and get a sequel. Did you see that story? No, no. Uh, that would be cool. You know, uh, the the Alita was really good, and I know they spent a lot of time on it and stuff, and it was really good, but it just didn't do well. I don't know, man. It it fascinates me why sometimes these sci-fi movies do great, and other times they just destroyed. I thought Alita so, was awesome. So, like, I don't know. Like, um, uh, I can't think of an example. Uh, the movie that had the the woman who was, like, making first contact with aliens. Contact? Uh, do you know? No, 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 no. With it Jody was Foster? Like, no, no, no. Oh. Uh, it was the one where, like, oh, they were uh, the big creatures. Annihilation? No. Annihilation was fucking amazing. Oh, no, no, no. no. I know what you're talking about. Um, Arrival. Arrival. Yeah. See, another A one. But they both were really good. Arrival and Annihilation. That movie killed it in the box office, and I couldn't tell you why. Like, it was awesome. I mean, it was a great movie. I liked Annihilation better. But then, you uh, you know, different movies come out, and they don't do very well. And I, like... I don't know, man. It's 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 a hard it's well it's hard I think to to make it out there with the original sci-fi movies. But I loved um, the Arrival, and then I also I I liked Annihilation as well. It was good too. I liked Annihilation a lot, and that movie um, went straight to Netflix for most of the world except for the U.S. and it didn't do well in the U.S. Yeah, I think it no, was just I... too far out there for people. But I, that's some of the the uh, sci-fi I really like, like Ex Machina. I loved Ex Machina. Oh yeah, no, that was really yeah, good. and that's that another good. one that didn't do great either. You know, no, it didn't. It didn't do too great. All right, Mike. Next is your category. All right, so uh, you know, one of my favorite things, very near and dear to my heart, horror movie, best horror movie. So I kind of got a little bit of a a different one. Um, Brightburn, which is kind of a combination, kind of a mashup of a horror movie and a uh, comic. And I really liked it, man. It was really good. It was well done. It's creepy as hell. Dude, same thing. I have Brightburn as one of mine. I I put three down because I was going to try and narrow it down, but I'll just say the three that I picked. Uh, I think I would probably put Brightburn as my number one. Maybe us, but I really liked brightburn midsummer and us midsummer i'm kind of like going back on because it was just 
it was way, way, way out there, man. Way out there for me as a movie. But I know you really enjoyed it. And I liked Hereditary a lot. I thought Hereditary was cool till the end. But Oh, yeah, yeah. If I had to pick one, I'd say Brightburn as well. Because it was just so unique, dude. And it was done so well. And you know they are talking sequel. Oh, dude, that's awesome. So we'll see if we actually get it. But they're talking it, so. All right, man, next is a category that is near and dear to both of our hearts, and that is best action movie. Did you just change it? You just changed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you have it again. I was like, two? Two nominations, Mike? No, no, no. Well, uh, I, I, you know, I screwed up on the parameters, Matt, so I, I, got, I got my favorite action okay, movie. Okay, all right, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Is it a bad movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So the, the the next category, as Matt alluded to, was uh, the best action movie. And uh, you know what? Uh, I picked Bad Boys for Life because that was so much fun. I, I feel like that was such a summer movie, you know, in January or, or early February, right? Early February. No, it was January, just, I think. Was it January? Yeah, I think it was I January. Know, I, get, I get confused on yeah. the dates, but... It doesn't matter. It was this year. It was a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. No, yeah. I liked Bad Boys for Life, too. It was a lot of fun. No, it, uh, for those of you who are wondering what I was talking about, and I alluded to bad, it was Bad Fo- Boys for Life, but he had Terminator Dark Fate down again. I can't believe you. Jesus, Mike. <laughs> God, if it was Terminator 2, yes, all day long. Not Dark Fate. Ah, movie was trash. I liked it. I liked it. I don't know how you didn't pick my favorite action movie of the year, and that was John Wick Chapter Three: Parabellum. No, that that was a great movie, man. Absolutely awesome. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I didn't pick hey, it. Hey, it's all good, man. I I almost did our one of our upcoming categories for this as well. Uh, but uh, that upcoming category is uh, our bread and butter our favorite MCU movie of the year. Oh, and look at that. We picked the exact same one. That's pretty amazing. Well, I mean, when you get down to it, man, that's a really good one. Dude, it is. It is. And I seriously almost picked it for best action movie, but I was like, no, I got to spread. I'm trying to be nice and spread the love around, you know? And we both picked Avengers Endgame. Yes. uh, The Endgame. Man, it was... You know, we, we've been building up for this for so long. It was 21 movies or whatever. It was like, it was really awesome to see it come to an end, even though maybe there were some things that were a little bit questionable how they were fulfilled. It was still awesome to just see this all wrap up. And I'm super excited for the next, the next uh, phase or whatever in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. I, I believe it's phase four right i still haven't looked yeah, it up I, I think it's phase four i i, I, I think it's phase four yeah. and we uh what, what is it uh black widows black widows the first soon. one and then it's going to yeah. be eternals um yeah. i believe is the other one for this year but they're mostly pushing the tv shows which i am crazy excited for one of them in particular uh wandavision what's man. that one wandavision oh. i am so stoked for that if they go after uh tom king's run on the vision and follow that even loosely that storyline. We're in for a hell of a show. It's going to be a awesome. blast. Really, it really is. It's going to be 
more adult oriented. I mean, probably more teenage oriented, but it's going to be cool. All right. So, awesome. All right, Mike, here is a wonderful, amazing category, and I'm a terrible person, so I get to do this one. Our worst movie of the year. Yeah, dude, Matt, dig in. Dig in. I, I should have put Terminator Dark Fate just to piss you off. No, you... <laughs> You can you you have your opinion. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, they're like they're like assholes. Everybody has one, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> okay, so you might have two. I dude, this movie was just so bad, man. It was so bad. I don't even know how many reels I gave it. it and whatever I gave it, it was probably too many. But was uh, Men in Black International? I, I'm sorry, but it was so bad and i think a lot of that was because chris hemsworth and um the lead actress uh what's her name um oh oh uh from tessa mcu thompson? yeah yeah tessa thompson they hired their own writers did you know that i had no idea no. about that so that's why their dialogue was so shitty anyways weird i All just right. i i really wanted a fun movie like bad boys like bad boys for life if we would have gotten something fun like that i would not have but we didn't it was just garbage it was so bad all right mike what was your worst movie of the year all right for me it was the godzilla king of the monsters because i know you're supposed to just love the monster fighting stuff but i could not get into it man i just couldn't do it i didn't like it literally the only thing i had going for it was the monsters fighting it that and was i it. just didn't i didn't i didn't like it i didn't like any of it so i was like damn the last Godzilla movie was actually all right. Yeah, it the was one that really good. Barely, the barely had Brian Cranston in it. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was that one was good. But this this one, I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah, it was not good either. Yeah, Brian Cranston was in it for like five minutes, but yet he was in like every single second of the trailer. <laughs> yes, what was that all about? Maybe he voiced Godzilla. <laughs> I don't know, but you're right. It was, uh... All right, drum roll, Mike. The big one. <laughs> best movie of the year. The equivalent of our, you know, best picture. I think the Academy should have picked this as well, even though I love that Parasite won. I love that it won. I still think this movie was better, and I see you picked it as well. Sam Mendes' 1917. Man, I... I, I... I love this movie. I, I saw this movie in a screening in like this gorgeous, perfect way you should see a movie. No one was allowed to have their phones. No one, like we saw it in an Atmos theater. It was amazing. Hashtag jealous. I was, yeah, it was just... Uh, so I, I think the experience partly was what I liked and I had no idea going into this movie that it was like a one shot thing like oh neither did no I. one nope. n- no one had told me nothing had like so when I went and saw it it was such a surprise and so awesome to see I was just blown away cuz there was parts where I was like I was like looking I I like turned to to people next to me I'm like how the hell did they do that and then I just kept watching so I I loved it it was an incredible film. I remember watching it on a snowy evening all by myself because it was snowing and nobody wanted to go to the late show at the movie theater opening night. It was awesome. I'm jealous that it wasn't Dolby Atmos, but maybe eventually Prescott will get that in like the year 2050. 
But yes, 1917 is a technical achievement. It is an acting achievement. The cinematography was incredible. The sets were great. One thing I wasn't a huge fan of was the uh, um, how it won for special effects. They're not bad. They're good. But I don't think it was the best special effects of the year. I think that should have been Endgame. You know, in the for the Academy Awards. See, I keep talking Academy Awards. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. Uh, in game, probably should have got it. Yeah, yeah. there because that was incredible. Or Rise of Skywalker, man. I watched the the reels. Um, for those of you who do not know, my uh, my lovely girlfriend that I like very, very much, uh, has a family member that has special access to some Academy Award things. So I was able to see like the the two and three minute and 10 minute reels that they present to the academy of the special effects and stuff and it was insane the stuff they did for endgame and they did for uh rise of skywalker i mean insane so anyways all right mike well we have two more in the overall categories that will hold till the end We'll get to our individual awards. These hopefully will go fast. So far, we're doing pretty good. I think we're doing all right. It's going a little long, but not too bad. Yeah. This is one of my favorite categories ever. Best sandwich in a movie. And I know I picked the one you wanted, but it it is definitely the best sandwich in a movie of this year. You, we even talked about it in the podcast. I picked the egg sandwich from Birds of Prey. Yes, yes, I saw, man, and I was I was jealous because uh, it sent me on a quest to figure out where someone else was eating. Because you know, it turns out that a lot of times people really aren't eating in movies. No, did you notice that? Nope, not really. Never, n- n- not really eating. Mm-mm. And if they are, it's like a dinner, and you don't like it's undescript, and you don't really know what they're eating. Like it's kind of a, but. So I I actually found something kind of cool, and it's not quite a sandwich, Matt. I think we're going to have to bend it a little bit. Well, you remember last year, mine wasn't quite a sandwich, but I still rolled with it. Yeah, so uh, this is from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. When Brad Pitt, uh, towards the end of the movie, is on some drugs, and he's uh, going to feed his dog, he uh, opens a can of dog food, and then he licks the food. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. And in in this uh the name of the dog food is Wolf Wolf's Tooth and has a quote good food for mean days. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll let it slide cuz that shit was hilarious. And then uh yeah, then then some other things ensue, but Matt, I I just thought that was cool, so uh, I threw that in there. I know it's not really a sandwich. There's a little bit of not even really eating, but tasting. Dude, it's pretty gross. <laughs> I'll let it slide, Mike. I'll let it slide for sure because that was good. But I know you wanted to pick the egg sandwich just because, I mean, we talked about it. That shit, oh, man, that still makes me hungry thinking about it right now. All right, here's a category that I kind of had a hard time with uh, trying to figure it out because you picked the one that I was going to do and I wanted to do a different one. So, Mike, go ahead. All right, so um, this one was a little bit tough. Uh, no- normally, there's a, a kind of a stereotypical nerd in a movie, and we want to highlight this nerd. And when I was overlooking the, all the movies, I couldn't really think of any like real big nerd character. But the biggest one I could f- uh, think of was uh, Dr. Dyson 
Ido, uh, who's played by Christopher Waltz in um, Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. He was pretty nerdy, you know, like, because he, like, restored robots and stuff. And so I I, I picked him. Dude, so. no, perfect. That's a perfect one. And, you know, I, I could have gone with a cop-out, but I tried not to because it'd be really easy to be, like, Tony Stark or the Hulk, you know, or one of those. And it's like, nah, man, that's MCU. Yes, they're nerds, but uh, no, no. I, I I had to toy with my brain a little bit because I was thinking Dr. Ido as well because Christoph Waltz is amazing. But I think you'll like my choice, Mike. It is Stu Prasad, played by Camille Nagiani in Stuber. I think he was pretty freaking nerdy because he was an Uber driver that was bending over backwards for everyone. He was dating a girl that uh, had no interest in him, and he kept trying to get back with her and all this stuff. I mean, I don't know if you can get too much more nerdy than that. And I loved Camille Nagiani in that film. So, yeah, no, he 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 played a great character. He was also uh, a great character in Men in Black International. Even though that movie was terrible, he played the little alien guy, and he was good. Yeah, it was pretty much the only redeeming part of that movie. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Again, well, you know what? No, this this category is mine. I was jumping ahead. This one's mine. My favorite villain of the past year. There's yeah, so dude, many, do it. so many to pick from. But I I dipped into the MCU, Mike, just because I loved seeing him on screen, and I loved 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 how they did him because I had no idea how they were going to actually implement this character. I really loved jake gyllenhaal's portrayal of mysterio in spider-man uh what what was it called international far from far home, from home. Yeah. far from home yeah yeah i just loved loved that character mike nice i know it's hard for you to pick evil things but who is your favorite villain this year i i picked a different one um i i picked um the actual, you know, he was played by um, Zach Efron, but I played the character or picked the character Ted Bundy from the Netflix movie Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Wow, man. Not a character, real life person. That's intense, dude. Intense. But that is a very, very good pick, Mike. Very good pick. Yeah, I, 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 I thought Zach Efron, man he did a great job like i don't know if he's ever going to get acknowledged for this but man he he did a wonderful job but he he's actually impressed me with some of his last movies his last few movies he's he seems to be getting more serious type roles i even i actually loved him in in baywatch even though that movie was terrible i loved how terrible it was it was awesome (laughs) it was pretty terrible i watched it when it was on uh hulu oh dude that movie was rough but it was it's one of those ones that's so bad it's good kind of thing. So it was entertaining. All right, Mike, I know this next one. Much like mine is favorite villain, this category is all yours, brother. All yours. All right. So, you know, I'm always asking Matt what he's drinking, and he's always asking me what I'm drinking. And so this is our favorite podcasting beers. And, you know, I, cho- I, I chose the Founders Breakfast Stout. Because, you know, when you just have a rough morning, you just 
drink one of these and everything's okay. It's a good breakfast beer. It goes great with uh, cereal and eggs and bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, you could pour the beer in your cereal. Captain Crunch yeah. and Founder's Breakfast Stout. That sounds delightful. Yeah. I I think we know a certain person that, that poured some beer in, in their cereal uh, way back in the day when we were in high school. I have no idea who you're talking about, Mike. None no? whatsoever. No, no sir. Uh, all right. Move along. Move along. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Matt, what what was your favorite podcasting? Well, game? you know, I will just put Four Peaks Kilt Lifter like all day long, but that's what I put last year, so I can't do that. So I have to expand. So I went with Barrio's Tucson Blonde Ale. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, dude, you gotta if you can ever get a hold of some, you gotta give it a shot because it's a local brewery here and it is delightful. All right, so an, again, another one of my favorite categories. Love it. And I notice you have a lot more selection than I do. Mike, I'm proud of you. Very proud of you. <laughs> you're, you are Thank getting you, darker and darker by the day. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not dark at all. Biggest disappointment of the year. And it's one of Mike's favorite movies all year. Terminator Dark Fate. That movie could have been good and it was trash oh man it it hurts me that that's your biggest disappointment matt when there's all these other movies that were super disappointing let me read you some (laughs) so midsummer which was which is uh you know i wanted to like it i really really wanted to like it and it just wasn't what i was expecting honestly i'm shocked by you picking that i really am i figured you would have really liked that movie and then Glass. Yeah, I understand that one. The Glass, yeah. the, the the sequel that like kind of we didn't really ask for, and then it didn't really deliver. And then and then MIB International, of course, the Men in Black International just was it was just garbage. It was, it was, man, it was, it was, it was awful. All right, this next one is a great category too, though, Mike. Go ahead. All right, so this is the biggest surprise of the year. So this is the movies that we didn't really expect anything out of. And for me, uh, I chose The Best of Enemies. Uh, this was uh, Sam Rockwell and... Um, oh, man. I'm going to figure her name now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to screw it up. Yeah, go to the IMDb's. Quick. Yeah, Quick to yeah, the yeah, internet. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know. Um, Tyra P. Henson. Um it, you know, uh, the movie was great. It was it was entertaining. I mean, it's exactly kind of what you expect, but it was it was well done, and I liked that. I thought it was it was pretty cool. It was a sleeper that didn't get any traction. It didn't get anything, man. It didn't get any noms, nominations for anything, any nothing. But it was it was a decent film. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah, no, it was it was a good movie. All right, mine. I would have nominated for a couple other categories, but I really wanted it for this because I really just was shocked that was Ready or Not. I really loved that movie. It came out of nowhere. Uh, Ready or Not was great, Matt, and I, I would have put that, but I didn't want to use the same thing. And I was like, you know, that was that was creative, and the ending was like, Woo. mind blown. Like, I just, wow. Yeah, where the hell did it come from? I mean, it was funny. It was dark. It was a horror movie. It was, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, that that one was 
definitely unexpected, and it was great. All right. Best movie we didn't review. I'm kind of shocked we didn't review this, but I know it was tough. It wasn't in the theaters here very long. I don't know how it was over there, but I'm sure it was difficult to catch over there. Now you could probably see it since you can see Parasite. Yeah, since you can see Parasite everywhere now. But my pick for a movie we didn't get to review was Jojo Rabbit. I really liked that movie. It was very good. Yeah, I'm very disappointed that I didn't get to see it in the theaters. I mean, at least yet. Uh, maybe I'll. Maybe I can catch it now. But well, you can rent it now. It was it's out on Vudu and all those now. <laughs> yeah, it was tricky, man. It was real tricky to get to get to it, and uh, you know these some of these limited release ones and and. Until they win awards, they just don't really, they don't hang out well, long. Well, that, and they had a lot of controversy surrounding this one, and some, you know, movie houses just flat out didn't want to put it in there, because, I mean, they make fun of Hitler, blatantly. Blatantly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It That's rubbed it. a lot of people the wrong way. So, all right, Mike, wh- wh- what's yours? Um, so, the one that I I'm, I nominated for this is Bombshells. I, I, I like this movie. It was uh, different. Um, I wish we would have uh, reviewed it, but you know it's it's hard to get in all these movies, man. We we see a ton of movies. In fact, Matt, uh, how many movies did you see last year? You sent me a text. It was a hundred and thirty three, I think. I'd have to Good I'd Lord. have to go look Good it up Lord. real quick. Good Lord, yeah, I I don't track it as heavy as Matt, but I, I need to. It, it's I not need to difficult start. to do, man. It's not difficult to do. You just pull up the app, you rate it, and you just do your thing. And you know, in there, it's stars. It's not um, in the uh, letterbox app. It's stars. It's not reels. Obviously, we'll have to work on that with that. But uh, it's the same thing. It's on a five, and they have a half scale. So I just pull it up like right after I see something. Maybe even before I get out of my seat at the theater. Or if I'm watching it at home, and I just log it, and it, it lets you mark if you've seen it before or not. And wow, all right, cool. I was man. trying to see if I had it here real quick, but I don't know. I don't think I. Oh, there we go. Uh, I watched 133 films in 2019. Whew. How many have you watched so far this year? Does I it don't break know. That I haven't. Look, no? I'd have to go dig into the website and look. Oh, yeah. Oh, but. All right. All right. Okay. So. I have not seen Bombshells yet. I will probably see it eventually, probably on uh, Vudu or Netflix or something like that. Mike, we only have four more categories to go. We're almost done. We're almost done. And these next ones are quick. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt. Uh, so uh, this, is th- this, this next one's the worst podcast. What uh, I picked for this one was... The man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Now, is that because the movie was bad or is that because our podcast was bad? Because it should be because our podcast was bad. I think it was because our podcast was bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't remember if it was bad or not. <laughs> was it? I probably was pretty bad because it was a. I was disappointed with that movie. Oh, was that the one where you fell asleep in the middle of it? Maybe. <laughs> I should have picked that for the best podcast. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I picked episode 107, Legacy Cla- legacy Cast of Cloud Atlas, because I did it all by myself, and I tried not to ramble on too long, and I clearly did. I think I did almost a full 45 minutes by myself. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. 
All right, Mike, next one. We both came to a conclusion on this one. We both picked it. We had to. I had so much fun, so much fun recording this podcast. I just really did. And again, she needs to come back on sooner rather than later. I know, I know. We need we need to get her on because, uh, yeah, I think it'll help our numbers. Our our best podcast of the year for both of us was episode one hundred and fifty, Jumanji: The Next Level with special guest Maniacal Mags. Just so much fun, dude! I had so much fun on that podcast. I think that's the most I've laughed in a long time. Yeah, yeah, that was great. All right, so we didn't get a whole lot of votes or lot replies. We got a handful, but there is a consensus, and I kind of, for Listener Movie of the Year and Listener Podcast of the Year, the two votes we got ag- <laughs> agreed <laughs> agreed on the podcast of the year, which was Rise of Skywalker, and okay, we'll go with it. You know, all right, all right. So, is this all the blue milk guys? It, well, just, it, was, just, just, it was the blue milk guys, yeah, you. it was the blue milk guys, <laughs> and it was Steve. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, real film nerd super fan Steve Stockmar, who literally listens to this podcast at almost probably 30 minutes after we put it out every week. He loves, loves our hooliganism. So, awesome. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm using it. Yeah, uh, I think it's a word. All right. And our listener movie of the year, we didn't. I didn't do like a poll and have everybody shared or anything. I just said write in, email us, comment, whatever. We got two, so I'm just gonna leave them. Rise of Skywalker and Joker. Cool, fair enough. They don't like 1917. Obviously, they don't care about really good movies. <laughs> All right, Mike. Hey, J- Joker's really Joker good. Joker was really good. Rise of Skywalker was okay. It's not my favorite of the new movies, but it's definitely not the worst one. Not by a long shot. So, yeah, I mean, you've seen episode 1. Damn. I was talking about the current run. You know, I was talking more like Last Jedi. Oh, oh, oh I just watched episode 1, Matt. Oh god, it's terrible. I know it's so bad. <laughs> the best part of it is Darth Maul. Darth Maul is amazeballs. He's still my favorite. I love. Yeah, Dark no, Ball. that's that. That is the only redeeming part of it. That whole lightsaber battles, you know, with him, Qui Gon, and Obi Wan. Love me some Darth Maul, man. Love it. Oh, it was so hard to watch Jar Jar, man. Like I remember making fun of him, but I just watched it again. And I was like, Jesus, it's so terrible, dude. <laughs> and that poor dude, man. That poor dude that played him. He literally almost threw himself off a bridge, literally. Oh man! Because he and then he's when he was literally standing on the side of the bridge getting ready to jump, he started realizing that you know and coming to the conclusion it took years of therapy and all kinds of things, but that it, they they didn't hate him. Nobody hated him. Nobody ever hated him. It was the character of Jar Jar, but it he still to this day has issues with that. Uh, poor man. Man, that's rough. Man, that's uh, that's rough. All right, Mike, so what are we going to talk about for next week? Because there ain't shit coming out in the theaters, especially stuff that I don't want to see. So, so man, we, we, we talked about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> and Yeah. We talked about, we are, we're, we talked about that we're going to watch a Netflix movie? 
Yeah, we talked about it. We're going to watch a Netflix movie, and it's called no, no, Game that Over was Man. before we started recording. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, before, before we started, started recording. recording. Okay, so, I was going to say our so, listeners so I'm just, don't know. I'm, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just acknowledging that we talked before. Oh, oh okay. And, and, and for our next episode, we're going to do a Netflix movie. It's called Game Over Man. And apparently it's a parody of Die Hard that we are probably going to love a lot, but maybe other people would be like, you guys are crazy. I know for a fact you're going to love it. Just on the sheer amount of flaccid penis. Ooh man, you're you're talking like Game of Thrones season one. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, nice. I don't know. I haven't nice. watched it yet. I've just heard. <laughs> but yeah, I we've talked about this on the pod before. It's been a little while, but uh, I wanted to do it like have us like watch it and then watch like one of the diehards right after. But hey, you know, right now now's the time. We need to you know grab it while we can. Yeah, yep, let's do it, man. Let's grab it while we can. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our second annual Poindexter Awards. I had fun. Mike, did you have fun? Yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, It was fun just reminiscing about the movies of the year, and and some of the ones were kind of hard to figure out some of the things, like Sandwich. Like, that was was challenging, man. Honestly, but I jumped on it the instant we watched Birds of Prey. I was like... When they were started showing it and they were like shooting it like really perfect and like he was cooking it, just I was like, "That's my sandwich, that's my sandwich right there." Interesting fact about that sandwich scene, Matt. Did you know that that is a uh, duck egg and not a chicken egg? Because uh, um, no, now I'm forgetting her name. Is allergic to, to Margot Robbie chicken eggs. Yeah, Marco Robbie is allergic to chicken eggs. Interesting. So they they did duck eggs huh. for that sandwich. I would think it would fall into the same vein though, because it's still kind of poultry, right? Because it's a bird. Ah, uh, there's there's some, I don't remember what. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Who knows why yeah. she's? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Have you made one yet? I mean, they show you how to make it in the whole thing. No, no, I haven't made one yet. No, I'll get there eventually. I don't like my eggs like that though. I like scrambled. I've never liked like the runny yolk. I think that's a little. Oh, oh I love it, man! No, I know, I know. Uh, Maggie doesn't like it. No, I gotta have that <laughs> shit scrambled up, buddy. Scrambled up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even, yeah, yeah. She she can't ha- handle it. Yeah, she doesn't like. I'll eat over easy eggs all day. No, I don't. It I you know, and I don't even think it's a flavor thing. I think it's like a texture thing. It's just too runny. It's just. Yeah. Oh, I just like it. Explodes in your mouth. Oh, it's so oh, good. Oh, Jesus, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that what he said? Do that. Oh, no. She said, <laughs> oh, my God. She said. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad I marked this podcast explicit. <laughs> Mike's still laughing. He's just nowhere near the mic, so I I don't care. I laugh into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was I was laughing. It's, it's that was good. good. That was uh, real good. <laughs> all right, all right, man. It's, oh, so, so oh, uh, let me do this real quick. Radio interviews coming on after this. It is not about this movie. It is not about our awards. I went and saw Sonic the other day with my beautiful girlfriend Stacy. And it was a wonderful, wonderful family film. I enjoyed it. 
take a listen. If you want to know the reels, I gave it three out of five. It's fun. It's nothing spectacular. It's nothing special. But I had a lot of fun. It was entertaining. So there you go, Mike. Your turn. Okay. Uh, well, I guess with all that, uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry I didn't see Sonic. Uh, all right. Catch us on our next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds podcast in studio with me now on Magic 99.1. How you doing there, Maddie? I'm awake. You that should awake. count, right? Yeah. You know what, buddy? Try getting up at 4 a.m. like me. No, because I go to bed <laughs> at like 2. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Do you really? On average, yeah. I'm uh, around 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Are you kidding yeah. me? What are you doing till 2? Watching movies? Working, usually working doing and, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. watching movies. Editing film and all that stuff. Yeah, editing my stills yeah. for various organizations. Right. That makes more sense than yeah. watching movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so speaking of movies, you're here to talk about them. What'd you see? I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, what is Sonic the Hedgehog? I mean, I really like hedgehogs. Is it about a real hedgehog? Well, it's from the video game. Are you kidding oh. me? You don't know Sonic the Hedgehog from the Sega Genesis? No. What's Sega Genesis? I'm kidding. I know that that's a video game. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's a take on, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, the video game. It is uh, cute. starring uh, Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic, yeah. James Marston, and Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. Aw, and how was it? I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I understand why it's the top of the box office okay. right now. Okay. Okay. Do tell. It is not... An incredible film. It's not going to win any awards, but it is fun, and it is fun for the whole family. I had a blast, but again, I am disclosing my age. I was in my 30s, so I grew up with Sonic and Sega Genesis and Nintendo and all those things, Right, and there's a lot of of call-outs to that hidden in throughout the movie. Okay. A couple things I didn't like. There's like some sponsorship stuff in there, and Ah. it is blatant. It is not like they don't dance around it at all. That was no. a little obscene. Yeah. The story's good. The acting was good. It's very funny at times. It's a good, fun film for all ages, if all you ask ages. me. Is it animated? No. It Yes, no. So, yes I mean, Sonic no. is animated. He's okay. a CGI character. Um, I'm sure, you know, Jim Carrey and his different robots and things that he's using are animated. But for the most part, it's just a straight-up regular film with the animation tossed in. Okay, very good. How many reels are you going to give it? I give it three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, yeah. you enjoyed it, but it's not it's, a must-see. No, it is not a must-see in the theaters. If you're bored and you don't, you want to get the kids and go watch a movie and just get out of the house, there's not a whole lot else out there right now. Yeah. Um, you know, we I did Birds of Prey last week or two weeks ago, I don't remember, whenever it came out. It's okay. I would probably see this over Birds of Prey, especially if you're taking the family okay. or a nice date night because it's just fun. Okay. Very good. What's coming out this week? Anything I don't know. to mention? I don't know. I you didn't look. Okay. I didn't look. Right, I well, should have. We'll, we'll uh, find out what you, what you see next weekend, next Monday. Next Monday. I'll next be back Monday. on Monday. All right, Woo. Matt. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Lisa. You're welcome.